is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And the screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the truth. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who goes this town tonight. Hey, welcome to the Formula Sports Talk. We are live. It is a Tuesday. We were off about three days. I uh, hope you guys had a Pretty good Memorial Day, um, but it was relaxing. I got Alice Clancy as always in the studio, as the at Clancy Corner. Uh, oh my God, you're <laughs> nailing it! Three years, baby. We are we are back on we are back on this live. Uh, thanks for joining us, uh, Demarie Lachey. Um, I usually say it. Nailed that last name too. I say yeah, I say it, I say it in syllables, syllables though. I break it up. Okay. Lachey. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it'll, it'll stick. He's he's still hanging around here. He must like us. Alex must. He, him and Alex are like best friends now. They come here. They were talking about me. I think because my ears were burning before I walked in the studio. You think you're always your ears are always burning? What that mean? That you're always hoping people are talking yeah. about. Well, that's true. I get I get talked about a lot. Most time is not good, but <laughs> everybody know I don't care. Um, we got we got a lot to talk about in the world of sports. We missed a lot of good stuff on our time off. We, you know, we don't do the Saturday, Sunday show. Monday was Memorial Day. A lot of basketball. Well, a lot of Miami Heat. Before we get into that game, the Kings are interested in trading for Kevin Love. Sacramento Kings? Yeah, no, that's interesting. Cause well, DeMar- why would they do that? Because DeMarcus Cousins is really good, and he's kind of got his head on straight now. Uh, he's a... He's a beast. I mean, he could be a 25 and 15 all year. But it is, it is California because he wants to get back as close to California as possible, but I was thinking more L.A. Yeah, I, I, they don't really have other pieces there that are, fit, you know, that, that exciting. Fit. You know, they have Rudy Gay, I think. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just not, I, I don't know. Well, he's, he's a UCLA, he's Golden a California State. boy. Golden State? Golden State would be great. Yeah, but they don't want to trade Clay Thompson. So that that's gonna it would be Clay Thompson and Harrison Barnes, I think, was the trade. You gotta give up too much for this guy. He's not he's he's I am a Kevin Love fan. I'm on a bad way. I'm on a bandwagon. You have to give up too much for him and I don't I, I don't I just don't see that giving up a whole lot for this guy. I'm like, wait to his contract, sign him, whatever the deal is. Um you may not be able to sign one of your players instead of signing trade with him and having to give up two of your players. Um as Golden State will have to do, as a lot of teams will have to do for that matter. Definitely don't, the Suns can't do it. And we talk about it for the Suns, and I keep saying he's not coming to the Suns or, you know, he's going to be at L.A. The guy's from California. He went to UCLA, wasn't even a star at UCLA, but he is determined. He has that passion, will, hope, desire. He has everything you need to be successful, and he works on his game. Why? He will get max money, I think. Oh, sure. He will get max money. Um, I wouldn't be surprised about that. But where he goes is important. I'm thinking, and I've heard the talks about LeBron can opt out. He can go back home, but don't go back home to make it right because you didn't do anything wrong. And we're not going to get all into that. But what about LeBron, Kevin Love there, and with all the pieces they have there? So they trade the number one overall pick this year for Kevin Love? I would do that. Because that's, that's an instant championship. Yeah, well, I mean, here's the thing. is LeBron, and we can talk about this later when we talk about LeBron, but why would he leave? I mean, if they win this year, 
then he's gonna he'll he'll opt in. He'll stay. We had this if talk they win, last night. Yeah, if they win next year, he'll stay. Why would you Why would you give this up right now? Dwayne Wade's got three years left. If if they do what he did this 30 year, games, yeah, sit him out ten, thirty games, ten games in fifty five days before the playoffs started. That means that's the preseason. Now he's playing at full speed as the regular season. That's a lot of pressure on LeBron James. He was, it's not. He though, can, I don't it think. is. Is it? And he he gets exhausted, man, when he has to carry that team. And you don't know when Bosco show up. Bosco had a great night, but if you sit, LeBron set out about thirty games this year, and I'm not disappointed. I'm not. I have no problems with that because what he's doing right now, and this is when it matters. He set out thirty games this year. That is a lot of pressure on. It, it's a big three, and I don't even think Bosch is the big three. I think Bosch in the bench is the big three part of it. Um, and I don't think Chalmers should be starting, but you got to have the guy coming off the bench. Uh, that sparks the team. Um, that is a lot of pressure on LeBron to take on the whole East. I, I don't. Last night, I, I was I was going to text you actually. Last night, I saw for the first time that LeBron James is the king. You know, everybody called him King James and all that stuff coming out of high school, all those things. And then he was called Queen James when he couldn't win in the playoffs. And then all of the things by the same people too. He now is. You saw last night with all the passion that he had and everything that he did. He's the most dominant player now. He's more dominant than Jordan was at this time because Jordan still had players when when he won in his seventh year. He's so good. He can do so many things. He could. I saw last night for the first time that he really could go down as a top three player in the NBA of all time. He really could. And people say that. Yeah, because you have Jordan, you have Magic, in my opinion. So who's Bill number, Russell. Who's number one? Until somebody wins over six, Bill Russell, in my opinion. Oh, okay. In okay. my opinion, because yeah. he's won 11 and then one as a player coach. Right. Um, Robert Ory's won seven. Okay, yeah. so Robert Ory has won more than all of those guys. He said some of the biggest shots in playoff history. Off the bench. I still think the conversation of Charles Barkley or him in the Hall of Fame as one, one or the other, it's a conversation. Nobody else thinks. What, I think what? it's a conversation. We don't have to get too off topic, but I think that until somebody wins like eight, if LeBron wins seven or something like that, seven or eight, best all time. Which he won't. <laughs> Demery. I'll keep it as LeBron. You should keep it as like LeBron in the top three range. Uh, you you <laughs> kind of killed you kind of killed me with the <laughs> to Bill Russell. I mean, well, Russell, I mean, I respect Russell, I respect Russell, what he did. He's number one in my opinion. I don't see that because, uh, because you know you grew up in the Jordan age and that's what you saw. Well, so did I. Yeah, you, yeah but you get if you go back. If you're going to do this, you got to go back into history. You got to go back into the archives and really look at these guys. I'm a, I'm a Jordan fan. I, I've never was not a Jordan fan. Now, I've been, uh, I was not other guys' fans and became a fan because then you find out more about this guy, what he's doing off the court. I'm a Jordan fan. I've always been a Jordan fan. But when it comes to the statistics and championships and what they do for the team, you mentioned Robert Ory. Well, Robert has seven. But journeying around the league, yeah. but he still had that skill set that a lot of guys didn't have where you can come off that bench and hit that three, the big shot. He was microwave, like Vinny Microwave was. He he comes out, he's already hot, he hit that shot. So I say, you say he killed you with Joy <laughs> with the with the Bill, with Russell. Bill Russell. So yeah. who do you think who do you think right now, 
as of right now, you think it's Michael Jordan? Right now, yeah. Right, right okay. now, I'll say Michael Jordan. So what's the difference if LeBron, say he wins five in Miami. They were nothing. Well, Dwayne Wade won one in 05 or whatever when he was with Shaq, okay? I know, I know Shaq wasn't a focal point because we talk about that all the time. It was Dwayne Wade. They, run, they ran a 1-4 flat offense, and he just... Took over the playoffs. Like, we understand that. And he was a child then. He was, was really Dallas young. Dallas was getting down. The Mavericks. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they lost two and won four straight. Dwayne won four. So, if LeBron wins five in Miami as an independent contractor, you chuckled at that last time when <laughs> I said that. He goes there. He wins five championships. What's the difference between him and Jordan besides baseball in the middle? Like, really, what is the difference? The domination is still there. I don't he, know he, about he's, the difference. He's not, I think LeBron would be better. Right, he didn't allegedly cheat on his wife. He didn't. He doesn't have a you know? atrocious gambling addiction. Jordan wasn't the greatest <laughs> person on the others on the off, off the court. He wasn't. We don't know LeBron about LeBron James. off the court. Oh yeah, do you have the LeBron app? Huh? No. Yeah, I, I don't either. But I but people do. <laughs> people got a LeBron app. Yeah, there's a LeBron app. There's a LeBron app for the for the Galaxy. So so on LeBron, that app, you can put whatever you want on that. I app. think That's LeBron, what? the consummate professional, the passion. The physicality, we said the, that about the, Tiger the Woods. talent. And, we said that about Tiger Woods. We didn't know he was doing all that stuff. Yeah, but LeBron, but LeBron and we Tiger are very different. LeBron's no, no, a kid not. on the court. Tiger He's not was a, a robot. Kid. Tiger was a kid. No, no, no. no, no, no. Like having fun on the court. Oh, You yeah. see how ha- when LeBron was jumping up to Kanye's song when they won the championship the first time? That's a kid. He just won. He just won a rec league championship. That's how excited he was. <laughs> that don't make him a kid, but that you know, I, I know, you know what I, I mean. Know, he yeah, he, he has the youth in him yeah, still. Well, yeah, he's still exuberant. He still about loves winning. the game yeah. so much. No, and like it's not a job. It's the like generation that. he's in, though. Right. Too. I mean, that's I mean, fair. Uh, look, 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 look how the NBA is now. It's, all your superstars, all your you know your better players, they're, they're young guys. Like they're younger than when Jordan and Karl Malone them finally got to an elite level. So you playing with young NBA teams. And I think the big difference is between LeBron and Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan, he kind of has that Kobe Bryant mindset where, you know, I'm going to take the shots. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this for my team. Or Whereas LeBron, versa. yeah, or vice, <laughs> definitely vice versa because Kobe got it from yeah. Michael. But, like, in LeBron's sense, it's like, yo, like, I'm out here. I'm having fun. I can dominate the game when I want to. And I show it any any time in the playoffs. And we see that in LeBron. Yeah, yeah. Like, he, like, when he say, all right, I'm going to turn Even if they down by – uh, 15 and 17 in, in the four, he like, I'm going to turn it on. Even though if they don't win that game, you can see that he took over that game. Let me ask you guys this. What makes Michael Jordan number one? Just his, his timing. Time. Well, we watch basketball. What do you mean? You think because, because it was, he, on, he it was towards to, the end of Magic Johnson and Larry, Larry Bird's domination? Because they were the but, 80s. Yeah, but they were was, all the 80s. But, but Jordan came in in that, uh, in that nonsense, and they taught this guy how to play basketball. You sit around and watch somebody. Even if you don't play against them a lot, you watch them. You, you see what it takes to be a champion. And you can watch Larry Bird and see how he went about his business. Had off-the-court issues. You can see Magic Johnson, how he went about his business. Off-the-court issues. Huh? Jordan off the court issues, but you watching these guys as professional in your profession. You watching them at basketball. No, I didn't ask Tiger Woods to teach me how to be a. I didn't ask. He wasn't my role model. I started playing golf because of Tiger. I didn't start doing all that other stuff because of Tiger. Now yeah. Tiger does the, the other the extra additives, but I'm watching this guy because I want to know what it takes to be a champion. But what makes Michael Jordan number one? He had to go through L.A. He had to go through Detroit. He had to go through Boston. 
These guys destroyed him until he figured out how to win. You stay around something long enough, you're going to find a way to, you're going to figure out how to do it great. And, and all three of those teams were in the, the lottery this year. Boston, right. Boston right. Lakers, and, and Detroit. But then you can throw, I mean, we're talking about LeBron. We didn't mention Kobe. Kobe missed a year and a half of basketball. We're not even talking about his name. Kobe's still one of the greatest. Yeah, I mean, and, and with Jordan, there was nobody like him before. And and that's one thing that was that kind of he was he trailblazed kind of that small the uh, point guard or the shooting guard slash small forward at times played really good defense he learned that after a few years he was all defense NBA all NBA defense after that LeBron is kind of the same because he's not like Jordan he's not like Magic Johnson he's somewhere perfectly in the middle that where you have that, that was but, right and that LeBron that's why he was so highly touted in probably fourth grade. You know, like, it's like you have this body, you have these, these abilities to see the court, to take, to take over a game, but also step back and just facilitate. That's not really something that we've seen before. When you 50, you're going to see another LeBron James. They come. You, you've only seen one so far. You've seen Jordan. I, uh, Jordan, well, LeBron Jordan James is a, is a, a bigger uh, Jordan. LeBron but, James but is a they play completely better. different basketball. But I'm talking about superstar status. Because yeah. you got you got a lot of superstars in the league, but you don't have that megastar that LeBron James, Kobe. I'm not going to discount those other guys, but those in 50 years, well, in 30, 40 years, you're going to see another LeBron James somewhere. And we're going to keep comparing them like everybody kept comparing Penny Hardaway, uh, Grant Hill to that's the next Jordan, all these guys with the next Jordan. That's going to be a next LeBron James that's not going to come because we're going to think he's going to come, but we're going to see similarities in this game, and then boom, yeah. we're going to hit that one yeah, guy. And then, you see, and then you see Kobe just mapped his complete game around Jordan. Michael Jordan. And right. the, the thing he's done the most is he's learned how to adapt to his age like Jordan did and change his game and, and still be successful. And I think that's why he got two more serviceable years. We're going to take a quick break. Kwamalas Sports Talk. $25 million a piece. Oh, $25 million? Jimmy Lachey in the studio with us. We'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. The job of a professional athlete is never complete. In Life After the Game, host Lamar Campbell will take an inside look at how athletes are making the transition from the professional athletics world to the professional business world. You'll understand the goals, motivations, and personalities that drive these players off the field and in their post-professional career. Tune in to Life After the Game with Lamar Campbell every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. You are going global with gas. Man. Is that Matt the intern? That's here. Look, I made this show. Dude, you totally made it, man. You were doing the Big Brother tryout today. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Kevin. Yeah, go ahead, Matt. All right, let's, come on. Let's play Drug Code. Where'd you learn that, Cheech? Drug School. Yeah. We're going to play Music or Not. This program contains sexually explicit dialogue. Discretion is advised. Live every Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the VoiceAmerica.com Variety Channel. Going global with gas. 
Man. How the hell do they know that I got gas? Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Welcome back to the show. I think is this was, the right show? Yeah. Well, <laughs> well you were talking about uh, uh, Tiger Woods. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Thanks, know, Kevin. All the guys who's off the field. Sorry, knocked up show. your daughter. Uh huh. That's for Stephen Jackson, though. He was talking to Miss Jackson. Eight 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 three four six nine one four four is the number. Alex Clancy in the studio. Demar Lachey in the studio. We went from Kevin Love, and I because I want to ask you another question about you made a comment, Alex. Went from Kevin Love, where where he's going if he's going to end up in Sacramento, trying new music, which is your old music. Thank you, Kevin Gasman. Give me some Britney. Don't give me no. No, no, don't give me no Britney. I'm just Give me some pink. Don't let me get me. Um, Let me get a. God, you are. (laughs) Whoa. You're like an onion. You know? So many layers. Can we do the show? (laughs) We went from Kevin Love trying to get out of Minnesota, possibly Sacramento. How much it's going to cost teams to get this guy, which he's a star, very serviceable, very. Consistent. I wouldn't give up the house for Kevin Love. You wouldn't. No way. No I mean, way. so here's the thing. Because I don't want to get back into. I know you want to jump back into. No, no, Jordan no, 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 no. Because no, no, no. but it's it's funny. I was going to talk about the Bulls. The Bulls are, need a score, and, and I understand that. And they'd have to trade uh, Jimmy Butler and uh, Taj Gibson to get him. So Taj Gibson is the best power forward that they have, especially because I think they just amnesty Carlos Boozer. So he's no longer a part of the team. Mm-hmm. So Kevin Love jumping in there, he, you'll get the points, you'll get the rebounding, you'll have the no defense, which is about what Carlos Boozer did, but you don't have somebody that can take over a game from the perimeter like Carmelo Anthony would. So I don't think that's a good spot for him. You, with Chicago? You yeah. speak of Chicago, but Chicago, with two years without um, Derrick Rose. Derek Rose, these guys have been pretty good basketball mm-hmm. teams. So if they get that scorer, if you can get a guy who's going to give you 20 points, 10 rebounds, if you can get that, that is winning across the board right there. And, and then you get Derrick Rose back, but you still have to add another piece. Yeah. I don't think Derrick Rose and Kevin Love, I mean, they, they might win three more playoff games, which might get them to the second round, but I don't think that's a championship combination. No, I, I mean, even if they kept Marco Bellinelli this year, like, they need a shooter. Mike Dunleavy's not a shooter. I mean, he's not a scorer like he used to be for 10 minutes when he was in Indiana. Oh, excuse me, or whatever. So they need, they need a perimeter guy in Chicago, so I don't think that's a good spot there. I mean, the Lakers is not a viable option anymore. When you, when you dismiss the Suns so quickly, Phoenix is close. You, have a, you know a lot of athletes live out in Phoenix. Because they want to okay? get healthy. they got the best training staff. In, right, in and, it, and it's a little bit, you get a little bit, more bang for your buck here, uh, with housing wise, and Phoenix has three first round picks. Minnesota needs to start over, pretend like they never had Kevin Love, pretend like they never uh, made that uh, that uh, uh, draft day trade for OJ Mayo and, and Kevin Love. So that was a great move. Ricky Rubio didn't work. They should have kept Ty Lawson. That front office is yeah. awful. So start over. I think you get rid of Kevin Love for three first-round picks. That's what you do. And I think Phoenix would be a great option for Kevin Love right four, now. three first-round picks. Yeah, trade all of them. Trade all your picks. For Kevin Love? That's why they accumulated picks to get that, best, to get that guy. 
Yeah, that, that would make Holmes right. I mean, yeah, I mean yeah, you I got rid of Steve Nash for draft them? picks. That's yeah. what you did, and these are all the draft picks. The Suns have what? The Suns have like seven. Yeah, they have yeah. three first round picks this right. year. You saying get rid of three of them? I say trade the house of draft picks for Kevin Love. Not a lot of guys like Kevin Love <laughs> come around very often. A perimeter guy that can kind of run the court that doesn't play defense, which is perfect for Phoenix. He rebounds and he scores, but he, he gets buckets down low. He's elite. I, yeah, he's, he's elite. elite. Right. I'll go downtown, yeah, I agree. I go downtown Phoenix and find you a Kevin Love. Uh, you know what? Yeah, that's hey, you, you know what? <laughs> you know, write an article with that as your thesis. That's great. Yeah. Uh, but with, but with Eric Bledsoe, I'm not disrespecting Kevin Love because I think he's great. But I know a lot of great guys are not in the league. Well, good guys is not in the league. I mean, yeah, we all do. But, yeah, but Kevin Love got but I, juice. But no, I'm, he yeah. does. He does. But I'm saying I'm not giving three first rounders up. I'm building a future. I have to because they, they haven't been dominant or prominent since. Charles Barkley and, and, and This is a Charles King. Barkley. Kevin Love? Yeah, Charles Barkley didn't play era, defense. How dare you? In this era. What? In this in this era, in this how generation of the that. NBA? Look at the numbers. Kevin Love's been in the league, what, four years? He's only twenty five. Yeah, oh my goodness. He's, he's, he's a beast. Go. They got he Charles be Barkley. Taller. He might be taller than Charles Barkley. They got Barkley. Charles Barkley when he was thirty two or thirty three. Yeah. He was Th- that's still an playing. eight year gap. That you can have this guy. The only issue is going to be you have to pay Eric you Bledsoe. Up Charles you have to Barkley. play Goran, so I Goran Dragic. I, I, wanted to, I wanted to ask you this to your comment. Uh-oh. You bring up no, it was Charles Barkley and uh, Robert Horry. Like you saying, they go into the Hall of Fame as a package? No, 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 Which, yeah. no, no, no. And my one of my best friends and I, who has a radio show now in San Diego, we talked over some beers about the so question. Drunk. I brought okay. this. I brought the. Excuse me, please. <laughs> I brought this question up. If you had to pick one to send to the Hall of Fame, Charles Barkley, who's won nothing, Robert or Robert Ory, who's won seven. Robert now, Ory. but you got to think about it. I got to think about seven the, the obvious answer is Charles Barkley no, because of his body of work. No, it's not. I don't agree with. I I said Robert Ory said Charles Barkley. We talked for five hours. Pulled up stats. He won an MVP. He's he's one of the best. Power forward is probably the best undersized power forward of all time. I'm not going to put that. I'm not going to make a new category for Charles Barkley. I'm not going to make he's the undersized one of the best undersized power forward. No, he was I a mean, basketball a, player. He was a he he balled. I mean, he, he was he was 25 and 13. I mean, he was he shot well from the field. They had to do the Charles Barkley rule about the back down because it would take 15 seconds from the back down from the three point <laughs> line to the key. But he executed. But he Robert Ory hit some of the biggest shots in NBA Finals history, NBA playoff history. The one against Sacramento where he got tipped out over over uh, Chris Webber to almost win that series. But that was a Tim Donahue thing. Well, I'm thing. not giving up. Look, I, I take Robert Ory with the seven championship, put him in the Hall you of would? Fame. Over Charles Barkley. And put him in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Tell me what the Hall of Fame is. Tell me, is that the best players in the game who, who accomplish great things? Yeah. And seven championship don't put Horry over Charles Barkley, and, I'm, and I like Charles. I mean, he's I like the Terry Bradshaw of championships. Detroit Pistons, and I'm from Virginia, Detroit Pistons, crazy enough, uh, Philadelphia 76ers were my basketball teams because of the battles, and we talk about the generation things, and LeBron and who he's playing against and who Jordan played against. Yeah, because the Bullets were no good, so you had to pick good teams. No, they, no, I didn't. No, they weren't good. Detroit wasn't good to the 80s, to late 80s. They weren't good. They was working. They, they was a good team, but they was building towards something, but... That's not why, but I'm not. I'm, I'm Robert Horry and what he's done. Charles Barkley. I watched this guy play when he came to Philadelphia, so I know um, what kind of player he is. I'm not discounting that, but it's kind of like how you get voted for the Pro Bowl, how you get voted for Hall of Fame, how you get voted for a lot of these things. What's the criteria for him? I got seven championships and I've been around the league. I teams, teams. Paid me to come in and do a thing, a certain thing that a lot of guys couldn't do, and he came through on them. Yeah, 
So why can't he get that championship? But he played. I'm not. Don't go on. If Charles Barkley is not on TV, because Rob Roy is not on TV right now. If Charles Barkley is not on TV, this conversation will be like, Rob Roy. Because we see Charles all the time during basketball season. No. We see him in yeah, the playoffs. And it's the same thing. And it's the same thing. You were supposed I say, to say Charles Barkley. I thought we were going to have an argument with that. And You're what, agreeing with me. No, I'm not like agreeing that. with you. I'm agreeing <laughs> with me. I'm agreeing with me. I'm not agreeing with you. But you um, you, you see these guys. It's kind of how these how y'all young kids keep putting Jordan number one and don't go back and do your history on basketball. Don't go back and what made Jordan Jordan? Who was before Jordan? You don't even talk about Pistol Pete Marin. You don't even talk about those he guys. Win Jack. He's huh? my favorite no, basketball yeah. player of all time. Yeah. He didn't he scored forty points a game in college. A lot of those guys, um when we when we Okay, I like Ronnie Lott, so I kinda of patted my game after Ronnie Lott. I okay. grew up, I was Tony Dorset friend. You watch these guys and then you if you got a passion to play this game and if you do make it to whatever level you make it to there's some similarities to what they do in your game. So don't tell me Jordan just popped out of nowhere and he don't play like anybody. He don't. LeBron don't play like anybody. Well, they different breeds. They different breeds and they in different generations. So it seems different. We get to watch them live right now. We didn't get to watch Bill Russell and all those guys. Yeah, unless we want to go watch those archives. Like LeBron and uh, Michael Jordan, you know, like you said, they patting their games after other Somebody. guys before them. So. Like you, like when you say, yeah, I'm gonna pat my game after you, like Kobe but does. I'm gonna take it to a whole nother level. Yeah, absolutely. yeah they're high. So you therefore, that. that's why you, that. you get the comparison of okay, okay, LeBron and Michael Jordan, these two Kobe are the best thing that that the world have seen. Or Kobe because Jordan, and he made a comment that Kobe was able to revamp his game like Jordan right, did. Like right, I couldn't, right. I couldn't drive the. Well, and LeBron's doing that too. Yeah, yeah, because. Because it's going to be hard for him if Dwayne Wade sit out thirty games a year. That is going to a lot of work on that guy. So when you don't when you if he goes to this is where the work becomes easier for him, if you will. Him easier is he's still going to ball out and be LeBron James. He goes to he goes to the Cavaliers. He has Kevin Love. He's not working that hard anymore like that. And he has a, who's the guard over there? Kyrie, Kyrie, uh, Kyrie Irving. Yeah, who may not be there. Well, if they. If they let him go, then that organization. If they go be, two and eight right. to start the season, he's like trade me. I mean, it, it, it's going to be over there with Charles Barkley. Though you have so Robert Ory has played with Akeem Olajuwon, uh, Clyde Drexler, mm-hmm. so Kenny has, Smith. So has Charles, Shaq, Kobe, etc. Tim Duncan, Tony Parker, Manu Ginobili. So he was a byproduct of whatever system he was in. He hit huge shots. Charles Barkley was one of the superstars that other people fed around. You know, so it, it's 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 difficult to determine because they're so such polar opposites. They had totally different roles on the team. Robert Ory just executed, and he is the third most championships of anybody in history. You say so he you, just executed like that was like it no, was no, no, no. Charles Barkley was the focal point. Open. You don't when you when you see Ray Allen in the corner and you the opposing team, you sweating. If you a Ray Allen fan, you like. Ball game, but Raylan was a star before he went to Boston. Robert Ory was he—he he was a bench player that hit big shots. Robert Ory was a starter. He was a starter, right? He was a glorified—he was a glorified bench player. He didn't start for the Lakers towards the end. So, so at the end, you saying Charles Barkley? No, 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 no. I'm saying Robert Ory, but I'm just playing the what other side as well. Got, okay, I'm taking Charles Barkley. I mean, because <laughs> what, what you said, Kwame. I like I like the fact that you stated. You know, he did his role. He was getting paid to do his. You know his role, but Charles Barkley, he was getting paid to be a superstar. He yeah. was getting paid. What to bring fans a, in? Because I mean, because if you bring, look at his no, numbers. Saying, he was a superstar. Yeah, he, he I, was top fifty I'm of all not, time. I'm not discounting that. I'm, I'm a Charles Barkley fan. I yeah. watched the guy when he I was skinny. Play, when he was skinny, but he was skinny and dominating. So I watched the guy transcend from coming from Philadelphia to ending up in the 
Houston Rockets uniform. I watched this guy play basketball. I'm not saying he's not a star or a superstar. I'm just saying Robert Ory had to do a certain thing. He was paid to do that same thing too. Yeah, he was paid to knock down open threes when you open. Like Deion um, Sanders. We we know we don't. Yeah, Deion Sanders no. knocked down threes. No, he was paid oh. to lock down this guy. When I came at an elite guy, level, though. at elite level, not Robert Horry. Robert Horry, he was just elite off, level. Robert Horry off the bench. What are y'all watching? Eight 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 three four six nine one four. I got another, I'm in, I got I'm another in one for you. Two crazy guys. I didn't know. I'm gonna have to get a bodyguard or something. Um, Alice Clancy, Demery Lachey. We'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports. Sports. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you? It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific time 3 p.m. Eastern time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Are you ready for a show that's all about what goes on behind the scenes and how it relates to what you see on the field? Tune in for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective on the Voice America Sports Channel. Our guests will bring you the stories, the opinions, the expertise, and the inspiration behind what you hear in sports news. Find out what happens next. Listen for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective, live every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to talk sports with the big guys. Tune in to Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis every Tuesday for the inside and outside of the business of sports. Keith and his guests will provide expert commentary and answer all of your burning questions about your favorite team, the players, and what's next. It's time to have fun with the game. Listen for Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis and his favorite co-hosts every Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time. Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. The talk doesn't get any hotter. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. I remember when, I remember, I remember when I lost my mind. Hey, welcome back to the Cormac Show. That is a perfect song for these two guys who lost their mind. <laughs> Damn it, I wanted to say it first. <laughs> no, you guys have really lost your mind uh, talking. I don't know. You know what? It's an opinion-based show. I'm just trying to sit right here and, and give the facts to you guys. You got to go back and look at some history stuff. Let's get into what we need to get into. Outside of Tom Brady getting old, and he's and I don't think he's going to play old. Tom Brady is still Tom Brady. When you're the greatest, one of the greatest, you're supposed to get old, right? But you're supposed to revamp your game like Jordan did, like Kobe did, like LeBron will do, like Dwayne Wade has done. The great ones that play at a high level for a long period of time find a way to stay at a high level, not doing what they used to do, but figuring a way how to do it at, in this moment. Do you think that, um, that it's going to be on the front office in Belichick to put running backs and defense around him now? 
like he did when he was a rookie. They had a running game. They had the best defense in the NFL. Well, he can do that, or he can just get another quarterback. But well, he can they already that. have they have Ryan Mallett, who could start on <laughs> 10 NFL teams right now, and right. they drafted that dude from the se- in the second round this year. Yeah. So if you get running backs and you get a defense, that's the best way to kind of ease him for the next five years this, into retirement. I think this is Belichick uh, preparing for the future. I, I think that's what it is. But if you're going to keep Tom Brady there, you're going to have to have more quick. Everybody knows the quick stuff, but defenses adapt to that. Belichick defends himself. He runs his offense how he runs his offense, but he defends himself because he knows there's other great defensive minds out there. So if he's going to start doing a lot of quick things, and if Tom Brady's arm is not, obviously it's not what it used to be, but he's still serviceable at a high level, this is Belichick preparing for the future because he sees what defense can do and what they've done and, and where the angles of defense are coming from now to defend that team. And not having a tight end, a consistent tight end, yeah, and not having a running back, if you will, um, running back by committee there, and then there's some guys we don't even know. Remember Warhead? Uh, what was his name? Danny Woodhead. Danny Warhead. Yeah, I mean you, you have to get a serviceable running back to take the pressure off a quarterback that's aging, who's still a good quarterback, a pretty good quarterback. That you wouldn't. I don't know today if you would trade Tom Brady for anybody. No, no, he's no. still. It, it's it's what is it's what's in his mind. He's more cerebral than uh, athletic, and he I think he's been that way. Uh, since he's been a Patriot. But I think, to answer your question, I think it's Belichick preparing for the future because they got Mallet and they drafted some guy in the second round. They go, they they are leaking trade probably Mallet to get something for Yeah, him. but it's like, it's an Aaron Rodgers situation. I understand that it's a lot less, uh, a lot less talked about because Ryan Mallet, you know, he, he was injured his senior year. He was a top five quarterback to me. Arkansas was top ten. He was so, so good. And he got injured towards the end of his junior and senior year, I believe. And they had Bobby Petrino over there at the time. So he was in, an, and he was in a pro-style offense. New England uh, stole him when they drafted him. And now they're drafting another quarterback. Ryan Mallett knows the system. If Ryan, if I were Ryan Mallett, be like, let me go. He I must, mean, why are you why are you drafting somebody with a second round pick well, when you have so many other needs? Well, remember Castle? They had Castle sitting there for a while too. Yeah. And 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 when Brady went down, Castle went eleven and five because of that system. I think what because of their defense because it was so much defense, better. Than yeah, and yeah, they were. Belichick sees that. Malik can run that offense just as well as Tom Brady can and probably will get to a Tom Brady status. He sees that. But I, we don't see it because we all, Tom Brady light is blinding us. So that backup quarter, so the, the one they drafted in the second round, what was his name? Gar- uh, Garoppolo. 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 Where was he from? I, I've seen he's Eastern so small, Illinois. Yeah, smaller school. FCS. Yep. Yeah. Your conference, yeah, FCS, <laughs> Indiana State University, by way up, by way Sycamores, up, Sycamores, baby, I mean, by way pick, up, you know, that's yeah. good. <laughs> but you see a guy that can back up. You see a guy in Garoppolo as a mallet, and you see a mallet taking the reins from Tom Brady or Tom Brady giving to him. I don't know. I don't. When you got guys, you have to. You still have to prepare for the future. Peyton Manning, you still have to prepare for, prepare for the future because of his surgeries and what he's still doing. We keep thinking he's going to retire because he's had those injuries. Well, the <laughs> offense, you know, the offense is catered towards what he can't do anymore. Yeah. But he, so, what he's doing is at a high level, they'll hit the number one offense. Yeah, and, and, and so are the rules. They're catering to guys being able to play into their early 40s because well, you don't rule. hit a quarterback. You got a Tom Brady rule? Well, the, the, well but they, they took back the tuck rule now. Yeah, so what, to that one of a Super Bowl, and now they're taking it back. Right. But you can't – what's crazy to me, if a defense guy is on the field, is on the ground, and Tom Brady's still standing – 
and I got a chance to make a play. I can't crawl. Can't, and do, it. I, that, can't do it. That makes no sense. Well, but it also allows it makes it no allows sense. him to play five more years. Oh, like well, it yeah, literally, rules, yeah. he could play if he played like seventy five percent of how he's playing now. He could still go play for the. I mean, he'll play till he's over forty, barring any sort of serious injury, which leaves Ryan Mallett to be holding a clipboard, being Matt Castle through college, never played it down through the NFL, never played it down until Tom Brady got hurt. So I don't know if it's. I, I don't know. Ryan Mallett, I'd be I'd be livid that they drafted a quarterback in the second round, especially a talented one, who Grappolo. Yeah, I mean, so now you have somebody that'll learn the system, and you have somebody that could take over his reins as, as the second stringer. You ever play against him? Yeah, I played against uh, Garoppolo. Mm-hmm. We 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 was, he, against, was he that good? Yeah, like <laughs> we went against each other in the summertime. You know, like seven on seven. Yeah. Like we'll drive up there, we'll meet somewhere. Yeah, he had juice. Like he he got a nice arm. He stable. He got good. Techniques like he. How I, tall is he? he? Nice. He about six two, six two, okay. six three. So he's a little bit shorter for a uh, for a Belichick quarterback. I mean, because he's six five and above, right? How tall is Tom Brady? How tall is Brady though? Six three. Yeah. Six, oh, I three, thought six, he was. Four. I thought okay. And six, well, I know Ryan Mallett's like six eight or six seven. He's well, a big boy. I think Belichick is. I think he's just start starting to state like y'all. Y'all must have forgot. I can make a Tom Brady any day I want to. He did with, a with his system. Yeah. yeah. So he was like, you know, I built a castle. Got him another job. Look, look at Brady's status. He was a six round pick. I mean, with but that with can. that system, like yeah, Brady can play for about four or five more years in that system. But uh, Belichick, like y'all must have forgot. Like you know, I, I can get another one here soon. But Brady I, came in under some veterans in a defense. Yeah, that defense. So that was, defense allowed him. Ooh. See, that's what this what pissed me off last year about him. We talked about it on the show when he was now he's passionate. He wants to win. You can't discount that. When yeah, he was yeah. just dogging guys out like this, you better catch the ball, you got to do this, you got to do that. Obviously, you got to do that. You can't tell a grown man that drops the ball that you better do this, you better do that because he has no intentions on dropping any balls. But when Brady came in, they had so much patience for him, six-round guy playing, in, playing with a veteran defense, and, they, and all those guys said that Brady was, don't worry, we'll get you the ball back. Yeah, well, I mean, I think that's a little... Aaron Dobson and Kemper Tompkins got the wrath. They definitely did, especially... Right. You saw it in preseason. They just didn't know what they were doing yet, which is unfair to them because Aaron Hernandez killed people, allegedly, and <laughs> Gronkowski was hurt. He was out for the first six weeks, I believe, first four, uh, five weeks. I And I disagreed with you because right. I think the difference between him and Peyton Manning, one of the main ones, is that Tom Brady will rip you in front of anybody. Peyton Manning will sit you down, you'll have tea and crumpets, and you'll be like, well, this is what you should do differently. Well, and people you. don't... People don't respect Peyton Manning in the playoffs like they do Tom Brady, and I think that's a main reason why. You're not going to rip a grown man worth his weight. I don't care who you are, uh, and, and they it, it happens. But let me tell you about Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. They are no different from each other. Peyton Manning get no, guys. Super Bowls are different. Peyton, no, no, I'm talking about how they towards other people, the teammates. Peyton Manning is the worst. He is the worst. You say he'll bring you to the side, put his arm around you, talk nice things to you. That's on camera. Tom Brady. Uh, Peyton Manning gets at you on the sideline too. Not only does he get guys released from the team, offensive co- not offensive coordinators, but quarterback coaches or offensive guys staff off the team. Yeah, they don't need a quarterback coach. Line. He's <laughs> arguing, not really. He's a, not really. save the money, but he argues <laughs> with the offensive line coach. Say you better get this guy to block. Mm-hmm. So don't compare those two as far as how they treat people because they want in the same. And that, that's the passion that comes with it. And they know their job. If they put more work in because those two quarterbacks, I think, put that work on an offseason. They enjoy their offseason, but it's all about 
okay, football, they remember a play that happened during the season, like, okay, we got to fix that. That can't happen again. So do you think that the, Seattle's defense was that good that they just punished Denver last year? Or were there questions coming out of the huddle right away? Obviously there was because it was a safety on the first damn play of the game well, I the, heard, uh, and a missed snap. I heard Omaha like 50 million times in, a, in the championship game did a Super Bowl. I heard it like three times. Well, because you can't hear anything. You probably can't even hear yourself think. Yeah, and that no. goes down to trusting your quarterback. And I think that a lot of times, and it's easy to say now because in hindsight, they got punished in, in the Super Bowl. So it's easy for me to say that now. Yeah, but, Denver, Denver just, I don't know. It's, it just seemed they just weren't really ready for that. And who's, whose job is that? The damn quarterback's job. That's the quarterback's job because he's the number one. Sometimes it's a defensive player. Sometimes it's Ray Lewis. Sometimes it's you know a, a defensive player. But Ray Lewis yeah. had Tom. Ray Lewis had... Now you're talking about a guy, uh, you mentioned a guy uh, in Ray Lewis who quarterback, let's say the quarterback. He rips Trent Dilfer all the time. Who, Ray Lewis? I mean, uh, no, you. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he, Trent Dilfer was no, he think he won three Super Bowls. He was just another guy. That, that defense for the Baltimore Ravens, they didn't need an offense. They were scoring on defense. Yeah. But you're talking about, a, you're talking about a, a, a very cerebral guy in Ray uh, Lewis. He had everything down that Peyton Manning was doing, and Peyton Manning knew it, and he couldn't shake him. Same thing with uh, Tom Brady. He had everything down these greats had up across from him down. That's what made their defense so good, that they had a leader. So does that mean – right, exactly my point. So what just because point? My point is that Peyton Manning in big games kind of – Lacks in leadership, it seems like, mm, because there's no, no reason why he is. Not he's the best. Either. He's the best regular season quarterback of all time, by the numbers. The best of all time. So obviously something lacks when the going gets tough in the playoffs. Would, for lack of a better phrase, I wouldn't say leadership. I would say the lack of performance from his teammates. His, honestly, obviously, because I was a big Indian, I'm big Indianapolis Colts. Oh yeah, I've of course. Seen, I've been through it all with them. So when I'm watching them in the Patriots in the playoffs, and a lot of people want to put pressure on Peyton. I mean, look at the situations that he was in. Like, this man, he would start a drive. They'll, they'll go three and out, you know, against a tough New England defense. They was top five in the, in the NFL mm-hmm. at that time. And then all of a sudden, you got Tom Brady coming on the field. Then you got, like, a bunch of undrafted free agents on the Colts defense. And all you got is Dwight Freeney and Bob uh, Sanders. Bob Sanders and Robert Mathis. I mean, mm-hmm. Bob Sanders was, what, 5'5"? Five, five? Like, <laughs> come on. Brady was tearing them boys apart. Bob and then, Sanders 5'5 five, five and stay hurt. Yeah. yeah. The next thing you know, Peyton Manning looks up, it's 14-21-0. Yeah, it's so, like, okay, whoa, like well, now I got to. Was that the AFC Championship game when they were down 21-3 and came back and won? Peyton, New, New England was up 21-3, I believe, and yeah. and then they came back and won. I, I think that was their Super Bowl year. Yeah, that was the Super Bowl year. So yeah. they almost didn't make it to the Super Bowl. That, they were down 21-3 before they even turned the clocks on. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it, something's amiss, and maybe it is the defense. Uh, so that's fair. I mean, maybe it's, it's luck of the draw in it that regard. Well, but got, obviously during the regular season, I guess offense can win regular season in, games more than— get put in some tough situations in his playoff career, like some bad situations. Like, I can imagine if that was my quarterback, like, man, like, this is tough for you. Like, I know it is. I mean, yeah, like, Tom Brady, you don't see Tom Brady in the playoffs going, being down 21-0, like, okay, most second per- quarter. Most, mm-hmm. per- most perfectionists want everybody else to be the same way when they can't understand why you're not, like how you don't get this. Yeah. Most genius don't have a conversation with other people because they're like, you would never understand me. Uh, so that, you're talking about those two guys, Peyton Manning and Tom Brady, and there's other guys. Drew Brees is Drew Brees knows his business, and he's, he's the same. He, he's because he doesn't. Business. Yeah, in the playoffs, he he knows his business. But uh, when you, you those guys, 
want everybody to understand the game like you do, how you see it. But they forget that I'm seeing it from a different position. Mm-hmm. You're seeing it from back behind the center. I'm seeing it from here, and I can tell you what's going on. Right. Until you play receiver, don't tell me about receiver quarterback. You know what I'm supposed to be doing. I know what I'm supposed to be doing. I know where you're supposed to put this ball. You know where you're supposed to put the ball. Right. So when that don't happen, then you don't see that chemistry, a consistent chemistry. But when you do, you know you're talking about Peyton Manning telling uh, Wes Welker, okay, you with us now, we practice on all season. And that's what happens because you got another perfectionist in Wes Welker. Mm-hmm. And you say the same for Marvin Harrison yeah. uh, mm-hmm. with uh Who with I hope Indy. come back. Yeah, who I hope come back to help. Oh, Reggie Wayne. Reggie Wayne. Reggie Wayne. Reggie Wayne. So do you think that it's going to take until they lose the division for them to look at another quarterback? Because uh, the Jets got better. Okay. Just, Miami is you talking okay. about Tom Brady? I yeah. Mean, um, yeah. And the, and the they, Bills. They're looking at two. They got two sitting behind Brady. He's preparing right, for the future. Yeah, but do you think that, say that they say they win 10 games this year instead of 12, or they win nine games, which I don't think they will, but the Jets the Jets have their number. Who's not going to win nine games? The, no, no, no. I'm saying that New England's going to win more nine games this year. But say they go 10-6 and six and it's a couple of close games against Buffalo or something like that. Are, will there ever be a quarterback controversy when Tom Brady's quarterback? That's my question. If he plays bad, it's a quarterback controversy because now the Patriots fans, everybody wants to win. So... But it's I mean, a golden you, you, boy. You like to get. He kind of uh, supersedes. He kind of supersedes the sport in no, New England. No one supersedes winning. No one supersedes. He's that. won enough. So when does the winning? Ain't no such thing. Won, win, won enough. I can win more. I like to win more. I would like to win one more when I play. That was, there's no such thing as winning enough. You can have one to two good years, as opposed to somebody over there like, oh, they won too much. It's our turn. No, you got to find a way to beat those guys. But that. But to your comment is, is will there be a quarterback controversy? I don't. You you would like to give Tom Brady or Peyton Manning a benefit of the doubt, but you got two quarterbacks. Why did I draft it, uh, Guapolo in the second round? I don't round know. And got Ryan Mollett over there. Yeah, I don't and, know. And posed, posed to an Aaron Rodgers position, posed to take the job and be successful in it. I just think it's too early to have to draft another quarterback. I mean, he's a stud. I understand that. But that is, it's like drafting Kirk Cousins and RG3 kind of in the first round, or, or in the first couple rounds, just mm-hmm. like, it's it's begging the question for a quarterback controversy, and there was last year because Kirk Cousins played well. Not to get off topic, I just don't know. Maybe it's the mindset. Maybe uh, Bill Belichick sees some in Ryan Mallett. You know, like okay, you got the talent. I gotta believe he does. I got to. Yeah, man. I think I think it's the mindset. So you think? He, but do you think they would have they, they would have released him already or traded him for picks? Who Ryan Mallett? I mean, that's if yet they to be done. Something? Honestly, that's, he, that's yet to be done. He got time. They got about yeah. they got about two two months. To, yeah, to it, trade this guy, it's yet to be done. And it, well, because there's a lot of teams like if 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 they didn't draft, um, if Jacksonville didn't draft, Jacksonville would have been a great draft. I take him in Arizona, but Ooh. are you like Mallet, uh, yeah, yeah? But but yeah. they have. But but, but we, when we talk about New England, they want a lot of draft picks. Yeah, they don't look. They're not looking for a player. We're not trading yeah. players. Right. We want draft picks. Right. So they've always that team that have probably three in the second round. Uh, Two in the first and trade one to get a player or some more draft picks down the road. But they build their team like Pittsburgh do. They do third, fourth, fifth round, and they get good players. And they, well, a lot, there's a lot of good players now because the body of the you know these athletes are different, stronger, faster, quicker, and they can't be touched. And they can't, yeah, and they can. And the rules change, so yeah. And the third and fourth round, I can get a good player, a mm-hmm. pretty good player that can come in and play right away. The LeBron James. Uh, Go off because of what Stevenson and uh, Paul George said. That taunting and uh, not taunting, but because uh, you can't taunt you can't taunt somebody that's better than you. Dikembe? No, no, no. They said he's no. he was weak. <laughs> no, Dikembe. No. 
Well, they, st- they changed that, made him, <laughs> made him do it away. I don't know. Yeah. The NBA is so, so crappy um, with the rules and stuff like that. No, but it's just got – you got Paul George. You got Stevenson saying he's, you know, not strong. He's weak. And he comes out. What did he get you last night? 30-something points? 32, 32 10, points. and 5. You don't do that to the greatest on his home court. Yeah, no, <laughs> and, 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 and I think that's kind of slighting LeBron by thinking that that's what it was. This is game four. This is the most important game of the series because it's either obviously 2-2 two, 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 or 3-1. And he's like, this is my team, and I'm going to take over. He broke the record of well, more most— more so his mo- trash talking is a weakness, not his game. Right, but most games with 25-5-5 five, and five in NBA history, NBA playoff history, like 74, I think he just passed Jordan. Most games with 30-10-5— and five, 22 in his career, most NBA history. This guy takes care of business in the playoffs, since, especially since he's come to Miami, because they were down 2-1 to Indiana one year, down 2-1 to Boston one year, and he just had these games in Game 4. He had, a, he had 44, 12, and 10 or something against Boston. He had similar numbers against Indiana when they were down 2-1. So obviously Game 4 in the playoffs, he takes care of business, and he did last night. I mean, if there's ever a doubt as whose city it is, it, whose city Miami is now, there isn't one anymore. Basketball wise. Yeah. Okay. Well, Dolphins. Who who is it? Jennifer Lopez and Mark Anthony. Who 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 own Gwen, part of the Dolphins? Gwen Stefani. Pink. Gwen Stefani. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. What's the what's the uh, not Gwen Stefani, but uh, what's her name? The old school lady. Shake your bomber. Oh yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Here? Who, no, no, no. no, no. Uh, I know who you're talking about, but see, I can't. That, uh, young uh, Gloria, Gloria Stefani. Shakira. Gloria, Gloria Stefani. Steph- yeah. Anyway, Miami Sound Machine, baby. Exactly. 102. <laughs> like my grandma. Yeah. <laughs> 102 to 90. The Pacers are uh, down 3 1. They go back home, uh, I believe, for this last game. Yeah. Yep. Oh. <laughs> Go ahead, go ahead. It ain't gonna be the last game. But a, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think you're right. He's I mean, from I think, Indiana. He's, he's just no. If Indiana, I'm watching the same game, I yeah. know. But these guys just don't have that. Stevenson, yes. And I kept, I kept vibing for Paul George to be that superstar. I've been saying he's a superstar for two years, or, or more so this year than last year that he's a star. Now it's his turn. You don't. They don't have that dog in them. That killer instincts like. They got close going into the halftime. I think it was about five points. That right there said, okay, that's another five points if they are at home. Yeah, they get at home, but you saw what the uh, – what was the second the second game? They were up. Indiana Pace were up 14 No, that was seven, game three. 14 seven points. It, game three. Yeah. yeah. And Miami comes back and, and do – And wins by 16 does, or whatever. How, with that team, with that team, how do you do that? How do you have a seven-foot-two – center that scores no points in a basketball game and has no presence in the middle. How do you do that? Coaching. I, yeah, but even if he just... It's seven, personnel, I'm, too. I'm they seven, don't have anybody I'm that seven can stretch. Two. I'm 7'2". You don't have to coach me. You don't have to put that dog in me. Maybe, maybe you do because Roy Hibbert needs it. He but, needs it. But I know how to play street basketball. I know how to give you an elbow to your throat if you come in the middle. True. So you have Indiana that prides himself on their defense, correct? They think that they're one of the best defensive teams in the NBA. They wanted to be. Right. They wanted to be one of the best. And they, their numbers showed it this year, too. Indiana, uh, Miami turned the ball over only five times. Turned the ball over only five times. You can't, you can't win if a team has only five turnovers. Right. They shot better from the field, Indiana. They had more threes. They had more rebounds. They had more assists. Okay. The only thing that's the glaring issue now is the free throw line. Now, did the referees... Have something to do with this, this and what, uh, it's talked about all Paul the time. George, Paul George mentioned, yeah, that. but that's that's a sign of weakness. 
oh, we, we it wasn't our fault. Yeah. It, it was it was the refs' fault. It was the NBA wanting well, Miami to make it back to the championship. It can't be that That's obvious. What it is. Let me tell you this: Did you guys see that foul when both of those guys were on LeBron James? I mean, they was like in a huddle, bear hugging him, and there was no foul call. That was a foul right there. But he, he was able to get the shot off. He's a hard yeah. guy to referee. He was able to get the shot off and they missed it. But they go back down and the pace was missed. So you had that chance. I, I believe I, I'm for the referees letting these guys play. But not to the extreme where you you now have watching a boxing match. Well, I yeah. seen more ticky tack fouls caught on Indiana. I mean, I'm not trying to be biased yeah. or nothing because it was it was it was shown definitely both ways. But it was more ticky tack fouls where Paul George would body up LeBron and they'll quick to blow the whistle. I mean, that's that's frustrating for mm-hmm. you know like Paul George trying to take his game to another level when you can't even be on the court. You got three four fouls in the first half. But I think it just shows like the level of maturity where Miami team is at. Than where Indiana's at. Indiana's like we want Miami, we want them, we want them, we want them so bad. But they're you, you got a whole bunch of young guys. It's like you guys aren't ready. You guys aren't used to going through up and downs in the playoffs and how to turn you know turn your mindset around. Well, LeBron he actually stated that last night. Like he said it in the interview. He was just stating that you know mm. we we gone through ups and downs. We gone through you know the highs and lows. Well, we yeah. understand. The Pacers haven't yet. In the, they're actually going through that now, yeah. Especially towards this whole. So do you keep that team together? Because if they're going through this adversity now, you and can't. They, they, they can't afford it. Well, then there's no sense to going through this now. They need, going, they need a they point guard. Afford, afford, afford it, yeah. You, they probably can't afford to, uh, as far as the free agents. Because Stevenson right. is going to be gone. They right. need they need a point guard so badly. Oh, Stevenson yeah. going to uh, Stevenson going to uh, Miami. If they had, <laughs> oh God! I mean, I wouldn't. I, you and, wouldn't doubt it. You no, wouldn't win a championship. But one of one of the cool things about Miami is that now it's not the big three. It's LeBron and it's two guys that are his wingmen. When, when they all went there, they were at the peak of their of their superstar uh, level and their superstar, you know, physique and everything like that. Now it's kind of dissipated and it's happened organically where LeBron's taken over, Dwayne Wade's number two, and Chris Bosh is number three. They're all not 1A, 1B, 1C, which it makes it so much easier. Dwayne Wade should win person of the year, and I said that when Miami went over there. He didn't say it when uh, LeBron went over there. He didn't say a word. He should have won citizen of the year that year because his ego was checked at the door like any professionals would be or should be. And they've made the, they will make it to the championship four years in a row because of it. If Dwayne Wade wanted to be Batman there, this wouldn't have worked. So it's happened organically, and that's why they have so much talent. That's Dwayne, why they have so much. Ex- he's uh, politic for those guys to come there. Yeah, but when when they're there and your city's literally just just give me the key. We still, you know, give we, me the key. Well, we still, that's what LeBron did. We still talking about uh, Dwayne Wade though. It's not like sure. we're not, it's not. It's not like he's not relevant. We only got a minute left in the show. Are you um, yeah. 97-106, the Thunder finally get a game uh, from the uh, San Antonio Spurs. Who wins tonight? Oh, I hope Thunder win. Yeah, I think the Thunder going to win. San Antonio. They're yeah, and I mean, home. yeah, fair. They got three games at home, too. Ooh. They got three games. They got no. May 29th, May 27th yeah. today, and then May 31st. No, no, that's the finals where they go three. Yeah, it's 2-2-1-1. Oh, two, two, okay. At yeah, if still he, two, two. Oh, they won't get to May 31st then. Okay, we'll get there. We'll see. I mean, that's the one that home teams win when they're down 2-0 in the series, is, is game three at home. <laughs> Usually in a pretty, pretty, uh, Usually it's not against pretty the strong fashion. Spurs. Yeah, that's fair. Well, Tony Parker had an awful game. Watch him to have 25-10 and 10 tonight. 25-10, they win. Yeah. As long as Ginobili well, I'm picking crazy. San Antonio to win. Ginobili I just hope crazy. the Thunder win. Kwamalas Sports Talk, Alice Clancy, <laughs> Denver Lachey in the, in the studio. We actually got to take off tomorrow when we come back Thursday and Friday and finish up the show. Maybe Thursday, I may be... In LA on Friday. No, I could do the show. My flight don't leave till later. All right, we'll see you guys.
Thursday. Appreciate it, Kevin. for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.